Hi, everyone. This is Catherine Adams. And Elizabeth Wallace. And you're listening to Binary System Podcast number 204. And tonight, we are not recapping anything because Welcome to Night Vale is on hiatus for January. So we are just going to share our thoughts about the How to Train Your Dragon homecoming special that we watched a couple of days ago. But first... Yep. Yep. Ah. <sighs> It has been quite a month. Yeah, so. And it is, we're recording this on New Year's Day, mm-hmm. and I am kind of glad to see the back end of 2019 now. Yeah, I had a lot of family, had a lot of health stuff going on, so we've been spending some extended time down with the family in the Florida area, including sister Hannah. Hi, Hannah. Hi, Hannah. And, um, yeah, but it's, I don't know, it was pretty good holidays, all considered. Yeah, my original plan was to come down for three days for the Christmas holiday. Uh, as of tomorrow, I will have been here three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I'm leaving in about three more weeks. So it's uh, nice to see everybody. Wish it was, everybody was healthier, but uh, that's okay. But, um, <laughs> yeah. So uh, the holiday special, which actually came out, I believe, at the beginning of December. And, of course, we only watched it now, which is not that bad for us. No, no, it's actually much better than we usually do. Mm-hmm. So it was. So How to Train Your Dragon, and it takes place sort of, you know, if you've watched How to Train Your Dragon, The Hidden World, there is an extra scene at the end. This holiday special takes place probably a month or two before that final scene. I think so, yeah. And it is 10 years after... I guess we should have done a, a spoiler warning. We started out with a spoiler warning. Okay. okay, so starting out with a spoiler warning, this homecoming special takes place 10 years after all the dragons go to the hidden world to right. stay. Right. So there are a lot of Vikings that still fondly remember the dragons, but all of the children that have been growing up in that time have never met the dragons, and they think they're scary monsters. Right. And, and then, um, who was, what was Craig Ferguson's character's name? I can't uh, remember. Um, Gobber. Gobber. Gobber is also sad because... Stoic, which is Hiccup's father, was just one of his favorite people in the world, and he's still mourning him, and he's worried that his legacy isn't being upheld as well. And Hiccup's and Astrid's children, their daughter especially, is quite the inventor. She is determined to have traps ready in case the dragons do show up for... Now, what is the name of the fictional holiday they're getting ready to celebrate? Snogglethog. And we're going to have a whole other conversation <laughs> about that after we do the recap. But, yeah. So, yeah, she's trying to kill dragons, basically. Mm. And Astrid and Hiccup are both worried that... They don't have the experience with dragons. How do they show them that dragons are friends of the Vikings? And they decide to put on a Snoggletog pageant. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Which actually, of course, ends up in disaster, but ends up very sweet as well. Um, it's funny how Hiccup never really got a say in the fact that uh, it was Toughnut who was playing him in the pageant and playing him as a total coward. And somehow Hiccup had to be okay with this. I'm like, that seems unfair. I know. And I'm, the whole message of the show, it... Gobber wrote the whole thing that Stoic was the one who befriended all the dragons, right. and befriended Toothless in particular. And, you know, the message is like, okay, well, we've, you know, like, convinced people that the dragons are really our friends, and we've preserved Stoic's legacy as this wonderful leader, so that's what's important. I happen to think that some of the people in leadership who call themselves, like, good Christians but are not, comes from something like this, that kind of reading of history. Yeah. It's like, well, it didn't really happen that way, but as long as everybody loves each other, isn't is the truth really all that important? And I'm like, 
Yes, it is. <laughs> Nobody blamed Hiccup for ages, and then he ends up basically saving them multiple times, but he gets to be played like a coward, and he also is the chief of the people, right? Oh, yeah. How yeah. did he not gain more of a say in what was going on? <laughs> no idea. But the best part of the whole Homecoming special was that you're also seeing Toothless and the Light Fury and their three dragonets that they've had in the ten oh, years since. Oh, my goodness. They have no dialogue, but they're still communicating with each other with gestures and noises. And I could have watched an entire special of nothing but that. The animation, because I kind of feel like the animation of the people was not quite as good as what you would get in the movie, but I thought it was a step up from what you usually get in TV show. Um, so it was good, but I thought the dragons were just perfect. Oh, it's wonderful. I mean, just and there's at one point when all the three little dragons decide that they're going to go fly to the Vikings to see Toothless's best friend, and the Light Fury and Toothless wake up and realize that the little dragons are gone, wow. and they just start shouting at each other and running back and forth. It's, it's just so wonderful. Hilarious. Just really I thought and it was only probably like 21 minutes mm. tops yeah it was short really short yeah uh, of course it's not available on any free service but yeah we paid like four bucks to watch it I think it was worth it uh, it was definitely worth it I mean it was all it was all very heartwarming yeah it was sweet but this whole thing with Snoggle Tog, and <laughs> you can go on TV Tropes, and the trope for this type of thing that they do is called You Mean Xmas, which comes from a Futurama episode where the holiday they were all celebrating really is Xmas, yeah. pronounced Xmas. But it's this idea that TV writers don't want to get into religions, um, and also, you know, maybe a planet doesn't have a solstice or anything, so they kind of have to get creative with what people are celebrating, and so they always make up these fake, like, stand-in for Christmas holidays. Yeah, and I think that's fair because the way we celebrate Christmas really is a repurposed winter solstice mm. celebration, so why the heck not? Yeah. And of course, the most obvious example of this is the Life Day one from the Star Wars uh, holiday special, which I've never watched all the way through. Have you? Um, a long time. I think I was probably like eight years old oh, when wow. I saw it. And I remembered being so impressed that they got Harrison Ford in as Han Solo to come save the day in the ending. But I've like tried to pull up clips of it on YouTube, and I can't even make it more than 30 seconds. No. It's so bad. Yeah. But what I didn't know until I was researching this, the Life Day, the holiday special, it wasn't originally intended as a Christmas stand-in. It was broadcast early in November, the year that it came out. It was meant to be a Thanksgiving type of thing. But even George Lucas screws that up because he's always, if people ask him about it, he says, oh, yeah, and there's Christmas songs, blah, blah. There was a Christmas Star Wars album that was, was released, and he's actually mixing the two of them up. But nowadays, everybody just calls it the Christmas special, and yeah. it's fine. But I love, I mean, you've got a list here of all the variants on the Oh, You Mean Xmas here from different TV shows yeah. and properties. Yeah. And this is actually Hog's Watch. I've always liked that from the Discworld series. Yes. That's, that's everybody's favorite, yeah. I think. Happens on the first of Ick. So, Ick. Yeah. <laughs> We've got Yaksmith Eve from Ren and Stimpy, of mm-hmm. course. And Festival of the Bells from Fraggle Rock. And I don't remember the Feast of Frith from Watership Down. I don't know from a I know they've had a TV series, and they had another... I think they had a more recent version of the movie. It might have been, because I don't remember it from the movie. And it is celebrated, coincidentally, on December 24th. So that's definitely a solstice Christmas holiday type thing. <laughs> and I had sort of forgotten that in Star Trek Voyager, you've got the Talaxian version of Christmas, which is Prixen. And I don't remember that episode, but I guess that would have been... Whatchamacallit, Neelix? Yeah. Yeah, it would have so. been one of his holidays. And you're like, yeah, I guess that's fine. It's like everybody's got to have a, uh, a day to celebrate. It's after the Harvest Festival, but before the Spring Festival, kind sure. of in the very middle when the 
days start getting longer. I suppose lots of people, lots of planets have a solstice, so oh, why not? Yeah, exactly, yeah. yeah. I don't, and of course, they don't bother doing that on Doctor Who, because on Doctor Who, they just celebrate Christmas. They do, yeah. actually. Me. I always love the Christmas celebrations Me on Doctor too. Who. Did they have one this year? I think, actually, the new episodes from the new Doctor for this season have, like, dropped oh, today no. or last night. I haven't and I, even watched all the ones from last season. I know, that's one of my... My New Year's resolutions, I have to catch up on all the last season. Yep. Because it's silly, because people were complaining up and down about, oh my god, I can't believe they changed the Doctor to a woman. I'm not going to watch this at all. I'm like, how dare you? I'm going to support this. And then I've watched like four episodes, yeah. and that's it. Yeah. Cat, yeah. you have to do that? Yes. Cricket the cat is down here with me, and so she's been... I can't get her to be friends with my parents' cat. Though, no. to be fair, my parents' cat wants to attack her, so there's a reason. For yeah, that. I think so. Yeah. She's probably safer in here. Yeah, yeah fine. <laughs> Speaking of things that we want to get caught up on, we have neither of us watched Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker. No, and I'm just, I'm starting to get so irritated about this because yeah. I remember how angry people were when The Last Jedi came out. Yeah. And how they thought this was absolutely tarnishing the legacy of Star Wars. The poor girl who played Rose, the actress. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, what, death they, threats, I think? They or, drove her off of Instagram. They really did. It was it awful. Just, just absolutely terrible. And now... This newest one is coming out, and people are saying, well, I can't believe they've ruined things, and it doesn't follow in the footsteps of that fantastic movie that The Last Jedi was. I'm like, what? I, I, don't, I don't know. Is, is it the same people? I've got to check. Okay, so Andrew, who was on the old podcast with me, I remember him telling me that he disliked The Last Jedi so much that his aunt had given him the free digital download code because she had bought the DVD. Mm-hmm. And he actually used the code, but then felt like he had to send an email to the distributors reminding them that he only watched the movie with the digital code because it was free, because he would never want to spend money on oh, it. Oh, my God. I How know. petty can oh you be? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. So I really need to talk to him and see if he's saying, oh, I can't believe it was so bad. It was nothing near as good as, you know, The Last Jedi, and I will friggin' call him on that shit? You better believe. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, I've heard, uh, there was somebody else, we got somebody to do a review for us on the site, and I thought it was a fairly balanced review. Oh, Uh-oh. plain noise, everybody plain drink. drink. Mom and dad are right under a flight path. Yeah, yeah, which is okay, most of the time we don't even notice it, but you do notice on the recordings, but anyway. Um, yeah, the review, he was saying that there's a lot of people who are saying that Star Wars fans will hate this movie while casual fans will really enjoy it. And he basically says, fuck that noise. He's like, stop being elitist. Stop trying to take ownership of this thing that, you know, so you can be the elite and nobody else can enjoy the thing that you like. He said it's fine. He enjoyed it. He called it a beautiful mess of a movie. Um, and not perfect by any means, but yeah, that's the nicest that I've heard of it. I don't know of anybody who's running around screaming that it's the best Thing they've ever seen. There's apparently a lot of fan service in there, um, but I think there's enough people who genuinely enjoyed it. I will see it eventually. Yeah, and I have to keep reminding myself: people who grew up with the prequels, yeah, actually like the prequels, yeah, because it's a glorious, splashy sci-fi adventure movie with a goofy sidekick. Yes. I mean, little kids like that, and they probably remember the prequels as fondly as we remember the original right. ones. And maybe some of these people are the ones that are angry at the latest. I don't know. What was that the phrase that you heard about Star Trek fans versus oh, yeah. Star Wars fans? Star Trek fans are defined by their love and Star Wars fans are defined by their hate. <laughs> it's every yeah, single every time, time. Yeah. one more thing for people to get upset about. Yeah, I know, but so yeah, 
Yes, we will definitely get caught up on that one in addition to getting caught up in Doctor Who. That's our New Year's resolution. We believe in resolutions that we actually would want to keep. Exactly. It's not going to be a hardship. No, no. So, yeah, I think that'll wrap us up. Short episode this week, but a very happy New Year to everybody. And everyone, have a wonderful decade, although there is some quibbling about whether or not this is the beginning of the new decade or 2021 is the beginning of the new decade. I'm just celebrating the day that we have a year ending in zero. Yes, exactly. And also the various things like they did a super cut of Barbara Walters saying, you know, this is 2020. This is 2020. And you know, just over and over again. Very cute. And also your friend Vincent said, is everybody ready for the year of hindsight? Because yep. it's 2020. It's 2020. Yay! <laughs> So yeah, be sure to uh, check out pixelatedgeek.com for all the book reviews, the movie reviews, the comic book reviews, the photo galleries. We had a fan art gallery up, and that's another one of our resolutions to continue posting lots of fan art galleries because they make us happy, and we hope they make you happy. And we'll probably be doing at least one, maybe a few, uh, best of or favorites list for 2019. I have a list of my favorite comic book artists from 2019. I just need to find examples of all their work. Oh, well, I'm sure that won't be a hard either. No, not really. Just browsing through their stuff would be fine. But yeah, all that and more. Pixelatedgeek.com. We will not have a Night Vale episode next week. Um, I don't know. What, what else are we waiting? Well, who knows? By the time we record the next episode, maybe we'll have seen Star Wars. I'm going to try. Okay. I really want to get this done because yeah, I've got a lot of trepidation about this. I want it to be good. Yeah, I, wanna, I will be seeing I it. I want to rip the band-aid off on this one. But yeah, um, <laughs> one way or the other, we will talk to everybody in one week. Talk to y'all later. Making I didn't sure. see the little blinky light. I'm like, please be recording. <laughs> <laughs>